welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. And in today's episode, I am interviewing one of my former clients, the beautiful, the amazing, I genuinely think she's wonderful, Lisa Hawkyard from Lisa Hawkyard Mindset. And today, Lisa is talking all about positive self-talk. And I know a lot of you will really, really resonate with this episode. I certainly did. She's talking about how we compare ourselves to others, how we often experience guilt, whether this is as a mum, as a human being, how we often don't put ourselves first. And she's going to give you some really, really practical tips for getting back to yourself, focusing on the here and now. And she helps so many people to make massive changes in their lives, to increase their confidence, to increase their positivity. And I really, really hope you enjoy this episode. If you want to find out more about Lisa, I'm going to leave information in the show notes. But that is what today's episode is. And I am now going to go into the interview I did with the wonderful Lisa Hawkyard. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining us on the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. I am so excited for this episode. I know we've talked, we've worked together, so I'm so, so pleased that you've decided to come on the podcast. Why don't you start by telling the listeners a little bit about you, your journey, and what you do? Thank you. Okay, well, firstly, thank you so much for inviting me on. I'm, um, I'm really excited, really excited. So, um, yeah, so thank you. And I will just say right from the beginning, I honestly, with your help, especially, um, I've really made massive progress personally as well. So I just Ooh. wanted to add that while I'm, um, I've got the opportunity. Oh, thank you. great you are. Okay. <laughs> so much love on this podcast today. <laughs> always, always. Okay, so um, just a little intro about me. I'm Lisa Hawkyard. I am the mother of all coaches and I guide mainly women um, using techniques, mindset techniques to build their self-confidence and basically empower themselves and empower their mindsets to move them forward from wherever they are at right now to wherever they choose to be. So uh, I, I'm very much go back to the core um, and very much everybody has a mindset and everybody has 
the ability to person that I want to be and quite often especially with with a lot of the clients that I, I see especially with the women as well you know we we're all guilty of kind of doing so much for everybody else that we forget about ourselves so my work is really to bring that focus back to self back to back to the individual without feeling guilt without feeling they're being selfish and just really starting to self-appreciate who they actually are in that moment and with that the confidence starts to flourish amazing and and I know obviously having followed your journey followed your social media and your groups the work you do is amazing and I know you might not say this but I know you get awesome testimonials from people saying Lisa this has transformed my life this has transformed my day I feel so much better I know you get that so just for anyone listening Lisa is incredible the work she does has such a positive impact on such a wide range of people so there you go I'm being your cheerleader because I know you like that and do you know know something just I was talking to somebody the other day and I was they were saying like what is it you do and I was just like, you know what, let's just take it right back to absolute basic. I just want people to feel good about themselves. It's as simple as that. You know, for for many years, um, you know, my my journey started, well, you know, I'm actually 50. My my journey started from dots, obviously. But, um, you know, probably I was at the worst point ever, probably around 18 years ago. my marriage was was literally done, um, failing. I had a newborn baby. My son's literally just turned eighteen in this this last week, and um, I was absolutely rock bottom. And I think for me, is I, I know that feeling. And from doing the work that I now share and working on myself, that's what's brought me to here. Um, and it really is. There's so many amazing techniques and ideas and opportunities but I think what it boils down to it's just about starting to believe in yourself and I like to feel that if you can't believe in yourself then I'll believe in you hence mother of all coaches oh sorry can we just can we just go back to that Lisa was just saying if people can't believe in themselves Lisa will believe in them like oh it's just but it's it's so true because you walk your talk and I know this because I know like we all have our stories and I think as coaches, it's really important that we, you know, we use that, but you definitely take on your own advice. So let's, let's maybe start there. How, how do you think your work, so what you do has actually impacted on your life or, or maybe the other way around, how has your journey kind of impacted who you are and what you do? Good question. I think the first thing that comes to mind, it's all a melting pot. Everything that we Um, experience everything that happens brings us to to the people we are right now and if I go back all that time ago I was just like why me why has this happened to me I don't deserve this I'm a good person I'm a kind person um this isn't fair you know and, and if I'm really truthful it was very much poor me and it's very easy to be in that way and then I just decided for, for myself and for my, my children at the time, I just wanted, I just wanted the age that they were. I thought I have to lead by example. Mm. I really have to lead by example because I don't want my children to pity themselves. I want them to, to know that actually the situation we found ourselves in, it can either make us or it can break us. And that's the same with every single person. We can look at everything from an angle of it's a, it's a lesson and a blessing or it's just the worst thing in the world. Um, and like I said, I really take things back to basics. So as I start to move forward and, you know, I had depression. I really, really struggled badly with depression. And I now know that, you know, depression is like you've just had enough of being in a certain situation and it's um it's pulling you back constantly and when I started to my own self-development journey so really um I started to take it really seriously and probably about 
2014. But what I didn't realize until that point where I started studying, um, as you know, I, I did a coaching program with Bob Proctor and Law of Attraction came into it. It was then I actually thought, do you know something? I've been doing all of this work without even realizing it. I've been unconsciously doing this work by trying to make the best of a bad job, by trying to encourage my children to be whatever they wanted to be and in turn try and encourage myself. Um, I kind of lost, got lost along the way then. I get a little bit, a little bit passionate, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Passion is good. We like that on this podcast. It's true. But I think what you were saying there was just that, you know, you were doing all of the work, you were trying to get to that end result, even if the current situation was far from where you wanted it to be. Yeah. I think that is a big, big lesson for probably everyone at some point in their lives. We've yeah. all had that feeling where we've got a goal, we've got a dream, but right now the current situation couldn't be further from the truth. And I think it's so easy, as you were saying just there, to to kind of default into, oh, this is too hard. Why me? I can't do this. But actually, sorry, go on. I was going to say, and I think quite often that the how of how you're going to change your life pulls people off. And what I, I, I try and encourage, and I did this for myself as well when I eventually really understood it, was the how isn't important because the how is exactly what I've just said. The how is what scares people. Yeah. Whereas if you take these tiny little steps, just making that decision. And um, I was mentioning it to, to you earlier and, and with my, a client I've just been speaking to this morning. It's like taking that responsibility for where you are at right now and um, knowing that that is always a choice. There's always an opposite to how you're feeling on, on any level that, that you, as soon as we simplify it and we take all the fuss away and we also take a lot of the emotion away and we understand that yeah feelings do happen and feelings are important to acknowledge but feelings change every single fleeting moment of the day every single moment yeah. Whereas when I know something so I knew that I wasn't going to accept where I was at my worst mm -hmm. in you know, whenever the chips were down, I was not going to accept that. I knew that I was destined for more. I knew that my kids had huge potential and I knew it lay with me to show them. And how was irrelevant. And I just thought, okay, just today, I'm just going to do the best that I can today. And that's, that's probably the basics of where it started. And that's what I try and encourage when I'm working with people as well. Yeah. And I think, again, it's like when you have a goal, it's so off-putting to think, but that's not going to happen for three years or, but I've got to take a thousand steps to get there. And we get so blinkered by that. And I think that's when the negative emotions come up, the self-doubt comes up. But actually, a journey is just step by step, isn't it? And as you said there, baby steps, that's all we need to take. That's, that's all we need. Um, and also, I think just to touch on something you said a few minutes ago as well, our external circumstances aren't always great whether that is money whether that is relationships whether that is our jobs but the way we process that the way we interpret that affects the actions we take so you know you can have let me uh, this this is the first example that's come into my head and this will probably make you laugh you could have a driving test for example <laughs> and you could have one person that fails that driving test and goes oh, well, didn't do enough practice, know where I went wrong, these are the action steps I'm going to take and I'll pass next time. Yeah. And you can have the same event happen to someone else and they mm -hmm. internalize that and they say, I can never do this, it's never going to work out for me, there's no point in trying, and they retreat. Absolutely. And I think 
I'm sure that's, is that the sort of thing that you work with your client, your one-to-one clients yeah. about actions? Yeah, definitely. And it, it's about, um, and, and, and protection as well, about, about protecting yourself. And there's something that I talk about quite regularly with um, objective control and subjective control. So objective control, let me use an example like here, it's absolutely pouring down today. So um, objective control is me looking out the window and thinking, oh, it's raining, that's my day ruined, that's the, that's the end of it. Cool. Or like you say, with a person doing the driving test, like, oh, that's it, I can't do it, it's ridiculous, that person shouldn't have cut me up. Whereas subjective control is bringing it back to you and just like, you know, for example, oh, it's raining, I'll just put an umbrella up. Or, yeah. and, and just take the fuss out of it. And, you know, for the person who maybe hasn't been successful in their driving test, it's like, okay, um, so this was not meant to happen today. There's something else I've left, I'm left to learn. And, you know, for, I, I don't know how many people that are going to be listening to this know me, I am actually a qualified driving instructor as well. So <laughs> that, that, that really is absolutely relevant to me. It's like, okay, you just weren't meant to pass today. It wasn't meant to be today. And I think when we become present and just accept that actually right here, right now is as it should be, um, then things start to ease. It's, it's that, that pressure that why me goes away and, you know, why not me? Why not? You yeah. know, there's something else left to learn. And, you know, for example, a lot, a lot of the pupils that I have taught in the past, they were actually pleased that they didn't get through the first time because something happened afterwards. They think, oh, I'm so glad that didn't happen when I was on my own. Yeah. And yeah. with, with the coaching as well, it's bring it back to self all the time. Bring it back to you and you are responsible for you. You are not responsible for what other people say or do. It's how you choose to perceive it and how you choose to, to take it and allow it to affect you. You know, yeah. that's, that's what it boils back down to. I think we've all been in that situation where, I don't know, we've received a text message from someone or an email or something mm-hmm. and our current emotions situations or whatever have have really affected how we've interpreted that and I know I can think of examples even in my sort of coaching when I've had I've I've been maybe feeling a bit vulnerable or a bit low and I've received an email from someone and I've instantly defaulted to oh my goodness they don't like me they don't think I'm good enough they don't want to work with me I've done something wrong when actually, if you can take the emotion out of it, all they were saying was a, a clear statement of something like, I can't remember an exact one, but you know, they wanted to reschedule or they wanted to discuss something. That, yeah. But it's our emotions that affect and sort of cloud those events in our lives. Completely. And I, I think it's, it's very important to, it doesn't mean to say you can't feel and it doesn't mean to say feelings aren't important, but I think there's a big difference between um, reacting and responding. Yes, yeah. Um, and a, just a little anecdote from you know the days of actually when I was going through my divorce, I remember I was having a particularly bad day and I went into the solicitor's office to sort my divorce out and I was getting very frustrated because my solicitor wasn't getting as upset as I was about a certain situation. <laughs> and like, Don't you care? Don't you this? Don't you this? She's, and you know, I was, I was actually Mrs. Johnson at the time. She was like, she was like, Mrs. Johnson. She said, um, you know, I'm here to get the best possible outcome for you. If I enter into your emotions, I'm not going to be doing a good job for you. Mm. And, I, and at the time, I was like stamping my feet. And that, <laughs> I'm like, do you know what? That was amazing because she wasn't getting involved in the 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 the, the drama, the emotions that I was feeling. 
Um, and that's so important. So, you know, when you, when you react to something, you are actually getting involved in the emotions that might not necessarily benefit you. Whereas if you respond, and this is something I always say, take a breath first, exhale, and then go back. Yeah, I love that. Respond. Yeah, respond rather than react. Or just walk away. Walk away. Think, I'm going to deal with that later. How am I feeling? Why am I feeling like this? Um, again, bring it back to self. Question yourself. Why is that bothering me? Why is that bothering me? Really? Yeah. So know? kind of a bit of introspection. And I think, mm-hmm. I think what you were saying there is the power of coaching. Like coaches mm-hmm. have coaches because for that very reason. Like in that example with the solicitor. As a coach, so when we're coaching clients, we can step back from it, can't we? And we can help them isolate their emotions and why they're feeling like that. But I know when I'm on the other side of it, I sometimes go to my coach and I'm like, oh, and this happened and this happened and this happened. You'll be like, but Victoria, what about this? And I'll think, I didn't even think of that because I was so clouded. I just wrote a pen across the room. I was so clouded by my emotions and my feelings. It's like we get too in the situation and we actually need someone to help us see the bigger picture, not just the emotions that are coursing through our bodies and making us feel a certain Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And that, that brings me back to that subjective control. You know, we are the subject. The object is, is the bus 10 minutes late, you know how are you going to just like the bus is going to be late whether it's you or not you know the bus was late so you can't control that you can't control how somebody perceives your text message you can't control anything so you know one thing that I always say is you know you are responsible you as in when we are saying something we are responsible for what we are saying we are not responsible for how it's taken yes that's so powerful yeah we can only control our thoughts, yeah. our actions, not how other people respond to that. Yes, yeah. that's so good. Can we can we talk a little bit about self-belief? Because I know this is something that you coach on a lot. And I think I'll <laughs> I think we all suffer from low self-belief at times. And I actually think even the most confident person, so even when you're scrolling on Instagram and you see people and you think, oh my goodness, their lives are perfect, they look so amazing, they don't suffer from a lack of confidence. I bet there is a lack of self-belief somewhere. So could you just kind of talk to us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, first, firstly, the main, the main thing, even if you're having an absolute amazing day, even if everything's going great and you feel that your energy is really up, again, it's, it's about taking responsibility. As soon as maybe you've become tired, as soon as you don't sleep enough, as soon as you maybe you stop exercising, as soon as maybe you don't fuel your body with the things that you know is, is, worth, is good for your body, the energy drops, the vibration drops, and then the tiredness kicks in. And that's quite often where that self-belief drops as well, because we yeah. haven't got much energy. But the most important thing, and this is something that I really do focus on, is about how we speak to ourselves. Um, because the, the bottom line is, it's about when we, when we feel we're not good enough, when we feel we're not capable, when we feel we're letting people down, again, that's a feeling. But when we start really nurturing ourselves from the inside out, that's when we become stronger. And we, again, going back to that knowing and feeling, we know that we are good enough. We know that we are capable. Mm-hmm. So important thing as well is again you say about the scrolling you know because i you know i've been guilty of it i mean i know you should be formed like oh they're better than me and i'm not doing this it's about actually remembering that you are unique you are your own person and how you choose to uh, create your instagram or create your work or you know whatever or be a mother or father whatever it is 
if that's sitting right with you, then that's, that's all that matters. And if we know in that moment, whatever it is that you're doing the best that you possibly can, then that's where it all starts. Yeah. So for me, you know, at rock bottom with my, with my children, um, I was literally on my own with them as a, as a single parent. It was horrendous. But in that moment, even if the beds weren't being made, who cares? Even if we hadn't had dinner at the right time, who cares? I just knew in that moment I was doing the best that I possibly could. And that's how I started to build myself up without listening to people say, you should be doing that. That word should needs to be banned, by the way. Oh, yes. You should. Go away. So as you start to strengthen yourself up, but the main thing, again, is just how we speak to ourselves. You know, I am, you know, I'm useless, I'm rubbish, or actually I'm doing the best that I can today. I am doing the best that I possibly can. There's a massive shift in energy when you speak and you tweak your words. And, you know, quite, quite often, you know, people say, oh, are you a counsellor? I'm like, no, I'm not a counsellor. I'm an alternative to that. Mm-hmm. I'm just, let's just bring you back to where you are right in this moment. And if we can build your belief by starting from you inside you, and starting to repeat certain things. That's why affirmations are so powerful. We affirm so much that pulls us down every single day. And I say we, because, you know, I'm sitting here talking with you, Victoria, but I have my days of self-doubt massively, you know, massively. But it's usually because I've let myself do too much. Mm -hmm. I have to pull back. I pulled back over the weekend for my son's birthday. I told my groups, I'm going to be really quiet this week and I just want to and just embrace my son's birthday and just build myself up. Yeah. And there's, there's no shame in saying that as well and being brave to say, you know what, I can't do this today. And yeah. there's, you know, actually, do you know what, I can. And you that's, build yourself up. That strength in saying no. And I think yeah. something that came out of what you were just saying there, I think as human beings, we are so quick to internalize things that go wrong. So I'm not good at this. I've made a mistake. Um, It's all my fault. But we don't seem to be very good when we're having the good days of saying, I'm having a great day because of me. These are my emotions. And I think that is really powerful as well, because we don't recognize that the good is a result of our thoughts, behaviors, actions, whatever it is. But as soon as it's bad, that's when we turn it back on ourselves. That's when we lack self-belief, the comparisonitis comes up. And I think we need to recognize that we're all a little bit awesome. Even if we're having a bad day, you're getting through it. Maybe your children are fed, maybe your pets are fed, maybe you've just got dressed today. And that is a massive thing for you. And I don't think people, I'm definitely guilty of this. Like, I, I think we just shrug things off. We're like, oh, well, it was just luck or, oh, the exam was easy or, oh, that comes naturally. Oh, it's, you know, it must be easy for everyone. When actually mm. we probably need to sit in the moment a bit more with the positive things and, and realize they are a result of us as well. Absolutely. And it's okay to praise yourself. It's okay to say, actually, I'm really good at this. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, as I've just said that, okay, you, you know, I get my tingles like you do, I think, don't yeah. you do? get that little rush of energy and it's like if you allow yourself to sit in a space you don't have to be near anyone if you feel uncomfortable just be on your own and just literally sit just go do you know what I am amazing I am so good at this I'm really good and even if it feels uncomfortable that just shows that you don't say it enough because you are on this earth 
to make a difference. Whoever you are listening to this, you are on this planet to make a difference. And whether that's being the person who's amazing in the shop selling newspapers, whether it's the person, the mum who's really struggling with her kids or isn't struggling with her kids, wherever you are in this moment, you are here to make a difference. And when you start realising that and allowing yourself to realise actually you are special, you're not showing off, you're not getting above your station, you're not thinking you're better than anybody else, you are amazing in your own right. And you know, when I started to actually say that to myself, it was horrible but mm-hmm. it's because I'd repeated so much negativity to myself for so long. And, you know, the subconscious mind will accept anything you tell it yeah. if you allow it to. And that's why we get into so many habits. You know, we are little tiny computers, aren't we? Little tiny yeah. computers. And if we allow ourselves to like program into things that don't make us feel good, you know, you were meant to arrive on this planet to be the best you could possibly be. So all that programming that pulls you down is just being programmed since you arrived so therefore it can be deprogrammed because there's always an opposite every up there's a down every in there's an out every hot there's a cold programming deprogram and program again to make yourself feel better it's possible and sometimes you just need a little helping hand I completely agree and I think that's something I talk a lot about actually the idea that even if you've had a belief since you were five years old and you're now 65 that belief is just as changeable as one that you developed 20 minutes ago because of the neuroplasticity and I'm thinking in particular of a client I had um, and this was more of a, a therapy client and I'll, I'll change some of the details so that it's um, fully anonymous but he had basically had what would have been described as a traumatic event when he was five now it wasn't hideous but for a five-year-old it was incredibly traumatic mm-hmm. and he held on to this and he I think he came to me as a bit of a last resort saying you know is there anything you can do probably not because I've been this way since I was five years old but that that belief that, that he had was was just a belief and it was incredibly painful for him because it was bringing up huge amounts of emotions mm-hmm. but it is changeable and we actually used, um, I know we've talked about this Lisa, but we actually used the BWRT technique, which is brain working recursive therapy for anyone who hasn't heard of it. And he left the session practically giving me a hug saying, oh my goodness, thank you so much. But Mm. I'm saying this because I want anyone who is listening to this, who maybe has a habit that they want to get rid of, or maybe they have really low self-confidence and they've just thought, but this is how I've been for the whole of my life. It is possible to change that. It Mm. is possible to make conscious decisions, to seek advice, to seek support and really make massive, massive changes. We're not determined. I don't, I don't, I'm a free will person. I believe that we do have control. We can make these changes in our subconscious minds. I think low self-confidence and self-belief is I'm the, I'm that person that won't leave the house without a full face of makeup on. So I, I get it. (laughs) I fully understand. Yeah. But you know what, even, even if you do, or I don't, it's, it's still okay to be who you want to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah that makes total sense. Yeah, it's, it's okay. So, you know, I'm, I am, you know, I'm a flip flop kind of girl and I, I went through a phase of when I was starting out, it's like, Oh no, I need to be suited and booted. I have to be this and I have to be that. Who said, because yeah. I'm conforming with what I saw and thinking, well, if I don't wear a suit, in a certain way, then I'm not going to be as good as those people. Mm. Whereas now I'm so much more relaxed in who I am and how I portray myself because it's my personality and my, my belief in people that is actually what people come to me for, not what I'm wearing. 
Yeah, the strongest thing we have is our own selves, our own yeah. personalities and being okay with that. Yeah, and I, th I think as well, you know, going back to the self-belief, it's like when you start to accept yourself in this moment, that's when things start to shift instead of trying to change that because someone said or trying to change that because we should do this or because the teacher said something, you know, and it's, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of putting my neck out of it when I say this, but you know, school, yes, it has its place. It really, really does. But you are literally regurgitating other people's information mm. and being graded on your memory, not on yeah. what, not on who you actually are and you know this is something you know with my with my children it's like that like, oh mum I'm no good because I, I just can't do it well at maths I'm rubbish at maths and, and that actually had such a dramatic effect on on both my children for a while actually and it was like you know, maths maths are you ever going to use Pythagoras' theorem again? <laughs> I love that you know, so, it, and, and that, you know, for me, school wasn't for either of my children in the end, you know, and they've gone on to be incredibly successful because they've tapped in to what they are good at, not what they're not good at. Make yeah. sense? Yeah. And they, they have found incredible niches where they are just absolutely excelling. Yes. And, and you're right. I think school school is obviously important it's obviously necessary but it shapes us like when you were saying earlier about the showing off bit I can remember I can remember being in a primary school situation in a group and being in a group and you know I'm quite chatty so I remember asking a lot of questions answering a lot of questions and the feedback I got at the end was basically there's no need to be a show off and that massively impacted me I became quite shy at some points because I thought oh no I've upset people I've, yeah. I've pushed in and I think that as an adult translates and I bet there are so many people listening thinking oh gosh I can relate to an element of that or I never say I'm good at something because it's because this little event has happened that's made us think oh gosh I was bossy oh bossy I was called bossy as well <laughs> Oh, it's so damaging and it's mm. and also I think for, for myself there was once I was I was um, standing up reading I used to really love reading poetry out loud and I used to perform poetry on stage at school and I remember standing up and reading from a book really in the moment and I think that was the thing that got me really in the moment as I was reading this amazing story and somebody just um, I can still remember her name and everything um, she just looked at me she's like oh you're going red and then everybody started laughing and mm. um, that really affected my confidence because I was just in my in my element and then somebody had highlighted something I wasn't even aware of yeah. and that really really bothered me and um you know I, I actually I will mention it because I think it's relevant as well you know um when my daughter was um she you know she's she's a singer and she's done very very well for herself and she was um given an apology on social media by a teacher from her school and they actually said um no, there was once a little girl in my classroom who used to daydream about being a singer. And I just, I kept saying to her, you know, stop daydreaming. You'll never, you know, you'll never be that. You need to get your exams. You need to do this. And guess what? She became very successful. And he actually apologized saying, I will never tell anyone to not daydream ever again, because that imagination that we've all got, every single one of us is so powerful and it can take us to many amazing places. And it can also take us to many not so amazing places. But when you realize if your imagination is bringing you down then you know that your imagination can bring you back up oh you know? that's literally that story has given me chills yeah. um because it's so true isn't it there mm -hmm. like 
the, the get real syndrome. I know we've got, this is taking it on a tangent a little bit, but just quickly. So, so many times I see people say, oh yeah, but that's not going to happen or that's not real or just get real or, and our imaginations, as you said, there are so powerful. And I can almost picture your daughter daydreaming and that has become her reality. And that is what can happen. Absolutely. And it's, um, it, it's possible. Anything is possible literally when you put your mind to it. Yeah. And sometimes, like I said earlier, the how pulls you back because you don't know. But guess what? There's always somebody that does know. So don't sit around the coffee table talking to the people that don't know. Go and put your neck out and go and find the people that do know or just search them up on Instagram or search, search them up on Google or just surround yourself with the stuff that actually lifts you rather than being surrounded by the things that maybe pull you down and just change that perspective and take that responsibility. And if you don't know how, go to the people that do know how, you know, it's, it's, it's the only way. It really is the only way. I love that. What are we? The, we're, we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And that can be what we're watching on YouTube or, or Netflix. It's, it's yeah. what we're feeding our brains. But 100%. could you give us, just to kind of pull this together, could you give us some top tips for anyone listening to this? And maybe they're, they're listening to this and they haven't had a great start to the morning. Maybe they've resonated with some of the low self-confidence or beliefs that we've been talking about. Could you give them something that they could do today or this week to help lift them? I'd love to. Thank you. Yes, I would recommend this. And this can be a check-in for your week or it can be a check-in for your day. Now, if you're starting from square one, do it on a daily basis because the more we repeat something, the more it's going to embed. Um, so this is a, a doubt. I'll say it's a daily check-in. So number one, what is my priority today? Okay. And today I want to do less of. Mm-hmm. Then I want to do more of. So you have the choices, either either. And then today I want to feel. So you're making the choice. And to feel this way, I will. So what will you do to feel the way that you want to feel? And then if I get stuck, I'll remember two. And then you've just got to make that that choice. Okay. So it's like today, my priority is, and I want to do less. And then I want to do more. And today I want to feel, and to feel this way I will, and then if I get stuck, I'll remember two. That's brilliant. I love that. I'm actually going to, once this is finished recording, I'm actually going to do that. I'm going to get my journal out, and that is how I'm going to start today, because we are still in the morning. So thank you so much for sharing that, Lisa. That was so helpful. Can you just now, just to kind of really pull this to to the the end, can you tell us how people can find out more about you, how people could maybe potentially um, join your group? Because I know you have a little, uh, not a little group, you have a a Facebook group. And if they're interested in maybe working with you, how can they find out? How can they find out more about Lisa Hawkyard? Perfect. Right. So I have a website, which is lisahawkyard.com. Um, so you can get hold of me there. No problem at all. Um, I have my breakfast boost club, which is a, a subscription group where I live coach every single morning. Um, so if you need a morning boost, that is the place to be. Uh, so everything that you need from me is actually on my website, but if you want to just follow me on social media, the, probably the best place for me is Instagram, which is at Lisa Hawkyard mindset. And, um, I just want people to know that I'm very active and I really try to respond to everybody 
eventually I really do like to be interacting with the people that follow me um, and that's that's the way forward and if you want to work in a group setting breakfast boost is perfect um, if you're more interested in working one-to-one -one, then please let me know because then we can um, personalize everything and really get it the right fit for you Fantastic. And I can just vouch for the fact that Lisa, we were saying before we, we started the interview, I genuinely think Lisa is the most consistent person on social media and with her clients that I have ever worked with. So I, I, yeah, I think that's all I need to say, really. She always shows up. She shows up daily in her, in her groups, in her breakfast booze group. She's always on Instagram, social media. And she said just then that, you know, she will get back to you. She really will. That's not a false promise. Lisa is one of the most dedicated coaches and I really, really encourage you to go and check out her stuff because it's so, so powerful. Thank you. You're welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I'm going to put all of those links in the show notes. So if you missed anything, if you're in the gym as you're listening to this, don't worry. Go to the show notes. I, there will be some clickable links so you can find out more about Lisa. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Victoria. Thank you. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye. You. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.